guys, this is Nick with Raw Media Productions, and today we are doing the 760 podcast with Sheena and Tom Temple, owners of 760 Fitness and HDF. We're going to be asking them the uh, beginning of their journey and how they've got to where they are today. So to get started, Sheena, how did you get started in the fitness industry initially? Yes. So I first fell in love with fitness um, when I was young. I found myself kind of a, (laughs) a young single mom. And I uh, wasn't making the best choices for myself. And I, I decided to uh, start working out and getting into fitness. And that really just changed my mindset. And that helped me make one positive change after another. And it honestly just changed the whole trajectory of my life path. Um, and I never stopped after that. And um, I decided to become a personal trainer to kind of coach and help other people find that same passion. Uh, and uh, it went from me working out of the trunk of my car and going to people's houses and just using bands and things like that to opening a tiny little spot with a few little pieces of equipment and it kind of just grew from there. I didn't even honestly have a plan of, of growing it. I just knew that I wanted to do that. And uh, I had a, I had someone walk in who was an amazing personal trainer who just moved to town and asked if I was hiring. And I said, well, sure. And it kind of grew from there kind of organically. So, yeah. Okay. How long was that transition period, do you think? Uh, you opened your first building and when you started getting into fitness? It was a little less than a, a year, actually. Okay, so yeah, I moved pretty quick. And I had I had some clients that I was working with in um, Anytime Fitness, if you remember. I don't know if you were there here when. It, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was working there and I actually had ladies who would who would cry, who would get upset because they felt like people were staring at them. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a very comfortable environment for them. And they asked, why don't you open your own spot? I thought, well, I don't have to have a ton of money and things like that. But eventually I realized I could probably make do and, and start small. And yeah, so I'm glad that I took that, that risk. Cause and you were passionate about it, right? Yes. I, you just forward. made it, made it work. There was no, there was no alternative plan. I needed to, to make it work. And we were a single um, income household. Tom was in the Marine Corps and then got out. And that was a little scary of a time. I knew that I had to make the bills work with the business. And so that just meant working 12 hour days for a long period of time, um, missing out a lot of my family time and, my, and, and things with my kids, which was um, hard. But it was something that I had to do to to keep the doors open. Okay. Yeah. Tom, you had gotten out of the Marine Corps, but obviously in the Marine Corps, fitness was a big part of that. So can you tell me a little bit about your relationship with fitness? Sure. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Of course, as Marines, it's a, it's a nature uh, to try to stay in shape as much as possible. So, yeah, from, uh, from the time that I chose to leave the Corps here, I did end up getting a job on base. And then as far as fitness relationship, when Sheena and I met uh, – we were pretty competitive in the <laughs> fitness realm with one another. So yeah. uh, yeah, that was our date nights. Yeah, it was. We would start on many dates at the gym and then she would, you know, be running at this speed and I would run two, two clicks <laughs> higher and then she would run two <laughs> clicks higher than that. Then next thing you know, we're lifting weights. So yeah, our, our fitness relationship is, it has grown from the very beginning of our relationship. Mm-hmm. And then after I left the service and as she mentioned, we went down to being one income and then eventually the business income as well. Um, Collect- that was years later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, collecting uh, collecting up a little extra income through there. Uh, that was 
that was when we kind of really got deep into fitness. And um, my path there was was a support element. Uh, she went off. She started, you know, she started the gym or started the studio. And uh, from there, like she mentioned, you know, there was a, a trainer that came on board to help support. Uh, I got my certifications to support as well. And then we grew from that. He was the poor sap that taught boot camp at five o'clock in the morning. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You're not out of the Marine Corps yet. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So HDF is the first place that you started. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. That okay. was a little over 12 years ago um, when I started the physical location. So about 13 years since I became a trainer. Um, and yeah, so then we are now HDF is still open. We get that question a lot. Why? Since you have 760, I'm still very passionate about what we do there. It's a very personable environment and we get to know every individual and what their needs are. And I don't get tired of hearing new clients coming in saying, I feel so welcome and I am so happy when I come here because people are so happy to, to see me in. Um, you cannot do that necessarily on a large scale. So um, I think they both serve a great purpose for the community. I hope. Anyway. So HDF yeah. was originally your baby. And the reason for that was basically to get people out of the environment where they were being judged and a more personal Correct. Uh, relationship with your clients. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. There was nothing at the time when I opened that here in Ridgecrest. It was just, a you know, the big gym option. And I don't know, people felt kind of lost in the crowd and treated like a number, not like an individual. And they were a little unsure. How do you even go about working out for their specific goals? And they needed that guidance and the coaching and kind of the, you know, the camaraderie. So, yeah. And you said you started with one employee. I mean, what was the growth like with that? And how long did it take to get to where you yeah, are Yeah, so the first, I... I I had a yoga instructor with me from day one. She did the opposite, you know, stuff that I was comfortable with. And then it was only probably six months into it that I started getting um, personal trainers. And um, I had four or five trainers by the second year being open. And we outgrew that space quickly, but I stayed small. I stayed small and I fought it for six years. We were there in that little thousand square foot space for six years because I was afraid that if we expanded and got into a bigger place, that the feeling of that, you know, personalized, you know, um, comfortable environment might be, might be changed, but it didn't really. Cause we, you know, we're in 3,500 square feet now, so it's not huge, but okay. yeah. And then uh, how did you start the Rocksteady and Silver Sneakers with the Ridgecrest Regional Hospital? Yes, that that was awesome. So actually the first trainer that I had told me about Silver, silver Sneakers. I had never heard of the program. And it's it's perfect for, for a senior who hasn't even been in fitness or maybe maybe they they're experienced but they're not sure what to do because you can sit in a chair the whole time or you can stand up it's very modifiable and she was telling me about it and she was passionate about it and I thought our community could use this we didn't I didn't know of any really you know fitness programs that were geared towards seniors and I feel like we have a large senior population so I decided to approach the hospital about using space because I figured if we're going to if we're going to do this class, first of all, I had to go to Oceanside for a couple of days and go get certified to teach it. 
I saw how amazing it, it was through that program. And I thought this can be big in Ridgecrest and in our little tiny studio, there's no way we can run these classes. Okay. So I needed an, uh, a space. So I approached the hospital about just donating the space for those classes and they agreed, they supported the program. Uh, and I was just volunteering for the first year. And then I got pregnant with our twins and I was on bed rest and I couldn't teach anymore. So I approached, um, the community outreach director. And I said, this, this program is affecting uh, a lot of people's lives in a positive manner. It's growing. Uh, I think it could be something, you know, great for the community, but I'm not going to be able to find someone who's going to just volunteer and teach these classes. So that's when we started talking about them funding it. And since then we started with two classes a week on, uh, you know, Tuesday, Thursday at 10 o'clock. And now we have, five to six classes a day. Wow. Yeah. We have silver sneakers cardio every day and two of the silver sneakers classics, uh, back to back nine and 10 o'clock. We have 11 o'clock, uh, chair yoga for seniors. And we also offer a separate, uh, virtual only for people who can't get out of the house for chair yoga and the rock steady boxing. So it's just, it's a, it's a great relationship that we have with them because they're willing to support the things that we can, you know, offer and facilitate. So yeah, it's a, it's awesome. So to yeah. clarify, that was not a program that was already running. That was no. like an idea. Yeah. And then you guys volunteered basically to do that for free just yes. to use the space. Right. And then obviously it just evolved from there. Yeah. It evolved from there. And that was about eight, eight or nine years ago that, okay. that I started teaching out of the little room in the hospital. And okay. yeah. So what was the process like going from high desert fitness and silver sneakers all the way to seven, six, Oh now? Yeah. Do you want to answer that one? <laughs> Continual growth. Um, yeah. yeah, no, it's, as we move through each of the locations for HDF, you know, that was just a uh, stepping stones to, to learn how to, you know, produce bigger facilities. And then, you know, we had in shape in town and we were happy. We were happy being a small facility. Next I was going to say, that's actually the real reason when we used to, just because we, we owned high, high desert fitness, we had a membership over at in shape and we would go work out together every day and bring our kids. And, it, and we met amazing people there and it was a sense of community. Um, and then the gym closed. Yeah, so Richard, that, 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 that was a huge blow to the community, yeah, right? Yeah, it was. it was, and that was honestly one of our driving factors. You know, we uh, we had never really talked about opening a big facility and mm-hmm. would have never contemplated doing it against somebody the size of InShape. It would have been silly. Yeah. Uh, but when they did leave town, you know, it sort of opened up an opportunity and gave us that extra drive. And then, you know, speaking with the hospital, we had we had luxury in the beginning. Uh, of having some counseling or some coaching through that, through that organization and on our relationships with them to kind of get us off the ground. So yeah, that was, that was the kicker. We started that process and, you know, Sheena could be, you know, beef into that, but it was a long drawn out evolution that took several months for us to kind of get the, the footing down the place located and and to start the construction of the building. And then, then, yeah, it was a, it was a whirlwind from that point on as we, as we went from 3,000 and change square feet to 24,000 square feet of space and, you know, substantially more equipment, substantially more, me- you know, people to deal with members and, and, and excitement that, that comes with all of that. Sure. I'm sure that's a huge undertaking. I mean, not only financially, but the whole community is just staring at you while you do this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, this is the new big gym. Are you guys going to screw it up? Right. <laughs> yes. And we're not a corp, you know, we weren't this chain. Uh, we, 
had to learn as we went, you know, that was the, the sheer volume of, of what we were doing was I think the biggest challenge for us to figure out because yes, we've been in the fitness industry for 12 years, but a much smaller scale. Uh, and there were a lot of things that we weren't aware of, you know, um, one thing that took forever to open was, uh, the CCNR issues that we had on the building. So gyms were not allowed in that building. So we had to work with so much paperwork and have the attorney help us out, um, to even change all the, all the CCNRs and the, uh, the regulations on that building and everything before we can even get the keys. So this was months and months before that we were working on that. Um, and, uh, so we knew we needed to open as quick as we could, because first of all, the pandemic really messed with people. And I think it's everyone, including us needed that space to, to get, kind of get back to normal life. Right. Um, and so we, we tried our, our best to, to move as quickly as we could, but yeah, like I said, there was a learning curve there. <laughs> learning curves, hurdles, yeah. building ordinances, yeah. fun stuff, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's see here. What has been the most rewarding experience with the 760 and HDF you guys have had? Or what is the most rewarding yeah. element in operating 760 and HDF? That's kind of a big question, I would have to say, and each one is different between HDF and 760. I think probably one of the most rewarding things I see of what we've been able to provide or to help here in the town is honestly the the impact we've had just on the town. Um, you know, from from the seniors works with RRH to all the way up to, you know, providing, as Sheena mentioned a second ago, that place for people to, to find their gym home or their gym family again. That was mm-hmm. You know, when we ended up opening up 760 or when we opened the doors to 760 and people were coming in, we saw people that we were gym tight with at, at InShape mm-hmm. for years, you know, mm-hmm. and, and we fostered friendships again that we had forgotten all during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, that has been such a huge impact to us and I think to the community as a whole. So that might be seeing people be able to reconnect with yeah. that. Yeah. And it, and there were a couple moments now I, we don't take them very often because usually it's just like, oh, you got to do this, 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 but just watching, just watching people enjoy and working out and, and doing something positive was very rewarding. Like, man, all the work that we did to put into it, people are really being able to, you know, enjoy it and it's it's helping them helping their everyday life so that to me would be the most rewarding with 760 and hgf honestly yes the the place that we have but um being able to offer so many free programs to the community but um really is probably the most rewarding part to me you know and the rock study working with with people living with parkinson's Right. Um, that's so rewarding. I still teach those classes twice a week and, um, it's been important for me to not give up, all, you know, that is busy as I've been because we see what it does for people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you guys have, have made your passion very valuable to this community. And I mean, I thank you both because, you know, I, the gym is a big part of my life and I'm so awesome. happy to have a place to, to go and, and, uh, expel my pent up energy. So <laughs> Yeah, guys. So that's awesome. Are you guys going to do some kind of merge with HGF and 760 or what's what's on the horizon here? Yes. Yeah, so that wasn't the plan in the beginning, uh, but it just seems 
it, it would be most beneficial for our customers, for our team members to kind of just become one link arms really and um, make it more streamlined. So we're in the works with that. Yeah. Some exciting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. As we move forward, <laughs> there's a, you know, we're, we're, as she said, we're in the very beginning stages of, yeah. of putting these two together. And I think it'll be a big advantage because we'll be able to capitalize upon both facilities and, and the town will start to see, you know, what is more of what is offered uh, throughout. Uh, but we're keeping the separate location, the separate field. Just want to let people know that because yeah. a lot of the people at HGF, please don't close this place. We love it. Absolutely not. Um, it'll just be a little bit easier to take advantage of, you know, services at both places and that kind of thing. So real quick, can you tell me if somebody wanted to join Silver Sneakers, who does that, who is that market for? And then sure. High Desert Fitness and then 760. Yeah. So f uh, Silver Sneakers would really be for someone who's looking for the, the community element to working out. They don't necessarily have specific things that you need to work around. They just know that they need to move their body and they like big groups of people. Um, and also those who are on a strict budget because it costs them zero. They have to be 60 or older and they have to call Tara Moorhead at the hospital just to get in the system. And then they're all set up for that. And then over at HDF, we have much smaller uh, group trainings geared towards seniors where we could really focus on their balance, focus on their mobility and really work around any injuries that they have, teach them how to work out on their own. That's the purpose over HGF that we do. Some of them do one-on-one -on -one training as well. That's what they feel comfortable with. And I'll let you tell about 760. I will caveat as well on HDF. It's not just seniors. It's, it's all age brackets there. It is. It's oh, more yeah. centered around the one-on-one -on -one training. Um, you know, we do, we do a lot with every age group in the community there. Uh, and then there are some small group classes over there as well. And we do do some yoga and Pilates as well. So Pilates. <laughs> so there are, uh, there's a lot of opportunity at HDF uh, that a lot of people didn't even know really was there. So, and that's kind of part of the merger idea too, right. to help, you know, shed a light on that opportunity. And then we could have packages where it's, it makes it a little bit cheaper for people to have access to those kind of specialized programs as well. Um, but yeah, we have our youngest client was 12 years old and then we have young people and then, you know, we definitely have our seniors, but we have a range of people. Yeah, and then of course, 760, when it comes down to what the community or the, uh, the, um, target market, it, it's, it's the big gym environment. So we have all the equipment that you could want. Anybody can come in. We let people on the gym floor ages 13 to whenever they want to come. Uh, we have a child care there to, to handle for, you know, parents that want to bring their kids in kind of like we used to, mm -hmm. uh, and escape. We've got group fitness classes that are, you know, everything from yoga to body pump, uh, to spin classes. So people can come in and get all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's, that's our market is the community as a whole. Anybody can come in and we do, as she mentioned, uh, she mentioned earlier, we have a strong active aging class or, or group of people there as well that, uh, come in there's a whole circuit for them we have an indoor walking track centered around those who don't want to walk in desert heat mm -hmm. uh and then the active aging classes that uh, are available twice a week um that has a huge community around that so people who just want to come in maybe they aren't 60 yet maybe they're just trying to get back into fitness yeah we uh, do have some young people who yeah. go to the active aging if they're post physical therapy or okay. something like that we don't say you're not a senior you can't come right yeah that's, <laughs> that's a, a stipulation with the hospital programs but not with our you know programs yeah and that is a very strong class over there too so 
Yeah, we are definitely as far as at seven six zero. It is a it is a top to bottom community place. Okay, so yeah, Silver Sneakers is a hospital run program for mm-hmm. seniors. It's more of a guided environment for them. Yes, and then you have HDF, which does that as well, but also is, is more geared towards personal training. Yes, yeah. And then you have seven six zero, which is more of your public gym operation, yes. where everybody can come in and, and get their workout in. Yeah. Okay. In a nutshell. Awesome. All right, thanks, guys. So, how do people get in touch with you? Yeah, so you can go to our website at 760fitness.com or highdesertpersonaltraining.com. You could always come in um, regular normal business hours. We're at uh, 901 North Heritage Drive for HDF, and we are at 923 South China Lake Boulevard for 760. Google us and you'll find our phone numbers as well. (laughs) And of course, we're on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. So you can catch us pretty much on any of the social media platforms. Cool. Awesome. Thanks for joining me today, guys. Again, this is Nick with Raw Media Productions. If you're not working out, you should be. Check out 760 Fitness, HDF, or the Silver Sneaker Program with RRH. Uh, And as always, we're happy to see you and we'll see you next time. (laughs) 